All right, welcome back to Tip Off Tuesday, uh, another podcast where we talk about basketball. And today we have a special guest, so if you'd like to introduce yourself, go ahead. So guys? My name is Gautam Vadula. And, and as I'm usual, your hosts are Conrad. Zion. And I'm Harris. I forgot to say my name, but that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Um, so today we were going to talk about uh, just the, the sort of season awards um, that – are going to happen for the 2020 to 2021 season because it's like there's one more week of the season so we kind of know at this point who's going to win any who's going to win the awards maybe maybe like the slightest things could change but but not really so um honestly yeah. we could just get started so the first one is probably Wait, uh can i real quick just uh, go through all the rewards or all the awards that we're gonna be talking about yeah yeah okay so in case you're uh, not familiar with these awards we're gonna go through uh, six of them uh, so the MVP award, the def- uh, defensive player of the year, coach of the year, sixth man of the year, rookie of the year, and most improved. So first, we're going to start off with the MVP. Yeah, so, um, I mean, we can start with like the top five candidates. So okay. MVP for number five, I don't even know why this is on there, because um, on most websites, it says LeBron's at five. Uh, and honestly, I think he's missed too much time to even be in like the conversation because he's literally missed like it'll probably be like 30 games. Um, yeah. And I think he's actually he missed the most games he's ever missed before this season. Yeah. So there's no way he's going to win it. And also with the, the Lakers, they're on like a fat losing streak. They're not a streak, but they're like two and eight in their last 10 games. So, yeah. And then. The next one, the next uh position, like the fourth, is Giannis. As from most websites, kind of say that, and I think the NBA.com rankings say that Giannis is at four, either that or Luca. But um, the thing with Giannis is that he honestly could very well win it, but it's just the fact that he won it the last two years, so it's kind of voter fatigue, and like the the media and everyone like doesn't really want to vote for the same person three years in a row. So yeah, I think that's the main thing with him. And no player or no NBA player has ever won the MVP uh, MVP award three straight seasons in a row, except for Larry Bird. Yeah. And then the next one, uh, Joel Embiid at three. Um, personally, I don't really like Joel Embiid, but I could see why uh, his PR is uh, going up and he's uh, – made massive improvement improvements as like a shooter and stuff and um he's a uh, 51 percent uh sorry he's for 40 in the article it says he's um 51 percent of his shots are between 16 feet and between the three-point line and he's raised his three-point percentage from 33.1 to 30 37.7 so yeah. i could i could see why but personally to me i don't really know if he's in the conference. Uh, what do you dislike about his game? Honestly, I don't know. I feel like, to me, like, I don't – I haven't really watched enough of, like, Sixers games to, like, make that statement. But, like, I'm more of – I'm more biased towards, like, Curry. So, that's why I would say yeah. Curry over Embiid. Yeah. And speaking of Curry, uh, he's actually number two on the list uh which makes sense he's honestly probably he's had the best season 
out of like he's, any he's NBA had, player. He's yeah. been playing the best. This is probably NBA. like if it didn't go off a of... record, then I think he would be MVP. But since they go off record, he's probably not gonna win it. Yeah, if only Warriors were just a little bit higher. They're at the eight seed right now, but this probably is the has been the best season of his career, if not one of the best. And and he surpassed Bradley Beal in uh, scoring, so now he's the top scorer in the NBA right now. Yeah, and Walt Chamberlain for all-time points for the Warriors. Yep. So a lot of records broken this year by Steph Curry. And his own personal records, too. You know, he had 62. Um, yeah, and the, he had most amount of threes in a month by yeah. any player. Um, I think he was, like, the fastest to score 100 or something, or no, 200. Um, and who knows, he might even break Clay's record for most threes in a game, which is 14, by the way. I feel like he would do that today if he's going to do that because he he's facing the Jazz and he's going to have to play, like, actually the whole game. What depends? Because they're just so inconsistent. So if it's a blowout, there's no reason to play him, especially because, you know, you have a back-to-back playing the Suns the next day. So if it's a close game, then, yeah, maybe he could – um, go for 50 piece um, but other than that maybe I don't know I guess we'll yeah, find out tonight. yeah his scoring is just it's just been unreal too like yeah I think he had 49 uh, last game against De- yeah, uh, the Thunder and yeah this entire you know from like April till like now he's just been on a scoring rampage so that's that's yeah he's been crazy this year that just shows you how great he is because we kind of expect that from him now. Yeah. Uh, everybody was talking about Bradley Beal's 50 points, but I didn't really hear about Curry's 49 just because he's been that excellent, that consistent all season long. Yeah, it's kind of normalized now. Like, if Curry's have 30, it's like, well, that's a bad game from him. Like, 30's, he has basically every game for him 30's now. 30's literally below average for him, so yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Especially at age 33, too. He is aging very nicely. I think it, it has a lot to do with his summer training, though. I know he puts in a lot of work. He goes to the weight room, yeah. perfecting his shot. So, yeah, he's putting in the time, and it's showing off clearly. And he's put on a lot of mass, too. If you, if yeah, yeah. Him, yeah, he's he's getting bigger, and, he's, and his shot is just looking better than ever. And we see more drive from him this season. Yeah, he has. it looks like he has, like, a set mission. And he, he he wants to accomplish a lot of things. You can see that in his games. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, if they were the sixth seed, that he would be MVP at, at like six or above. I mean, they were it's still not like set in stone. Like you never know. There's like the slightest chance you could win. It's unlikely, but I mean. No, I'm saying like I know for a fact that like if he was even if they even had like five more wins. Yeah. Then then he'd be he. I do know because like. Well, yeah, know that like he would have more wins and then people would vote for him instead of Jokic, right? I mean, I think even like regardless of that, like Curry, like Loki, like self, like he carried the team on his back to the playoffs. Like, even though it's not like locked yet, I mean, there's still eighth seed, which shows that like, you know, he did that by himself. You know, he didn't have Clay this season, you know, Katie left and, you know, he's he's been basically doing it all on his own. Yeah, the Warriors have been extremely shorthanded. Pascal, yeah. he hasn't played in months. Uh, Ubre has been out. I think he's going to be out for another week or two with the 
sprained wrist or something. Uh, Damian Lee uh, had COVID even after getting the second vaccine or the second dose. So hopefully uh, he gets back soon. Mm. And Wiggins, yeah, Wiggins is the only Warriors uh, player to play or to start every game this season. So that shows how durable of a player he is. Yeah. Yeah, all right. So then the first the first place in pretty much every single article or anywhere is Jokic um, for MVP, which I do agree with because although I think Curry has definitely been the most valuable player, the MVP isn't actually like usually ever the most valuable player. And that's like a perfect example because – I mean the Nuggets with okay the Nuggets without Jokic wouldn't even be in the playoffs, but the the Warriors without Curry would literally be like one of the worst teams like of all time. So yeah, Curry's gone for one game and they lose by fifty to the Toronto Raptors, who are literally like <laughs> the twelfth seed. Maybe it's just embarrassing. And you yeah. look at this website too; it says that Jokic is the MVP because he's been the best player in the NBA during the regular season, and. Maybe I do agree with him being number one because I can see that, but I don't agree with him being the best. He's only number one because of his record. Yeah. Honestly, his record isn't even, like, insane. Like, he's fourth. But he's four. I mean, uh, Denver and the Clippers keep switching, but fourth or third. Like, I, I feel like MVP usually goes for someone that's, like, first. Like last year, like last two years, Giannis won it and he was first in the East. And then before that, Harden was first in, in the West. He won it. And then, oh, there was yeah. the Westbrook one where he was like sixth and he won it. But anyways, like it, the wins aren't even like insane. So that's just something strange that people are like saying he has like so much more wins than Curry, even though, I mean, he does, but not as much as people kind of make it out to be. Yeah. So who deserves it? I think Curry does, but who's going to win it? Probably Jokic, but most likely, yeah, yeah like 70, 80% chance. I agree. I agree too. I think, yeah, I think Curry deserves it more, but yeah, Jokic is probably going to win. Yeah. 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 All right. So moving on to the next award, uh, we have the defensive player of the year. Um, Let's see. So in most websites that i've seen uh rudy go it's pretty much just between rudy gobert and ben simmons you want to talk about the top five or just like the top three uh i mean for for dpoy i don't even think anyone besides rudy gobert or ben simmons is even going to get votes so i think miles turner is up miles there too, turner is in the, yeah. yeah yeah but i don't know if anyone would anyone actually vote for miles turner um, the pacers aren't even good Oh wow, he's had three games this season with seven more or more blocks. That's actually crazy. Miles Turner. Wow. PJ McConnell's there too. He's number four. A guard. TJ McConnell. He's yeah, also in the Pacers. How do the Pacers have that like their defense? Yeah, that doesn't really make that much sense because like that's two Pacers players in the top five. For defense, and then their defense isn't even amazing. Yeah, so this one's pretty clear. Uh, Rudy Gobert is probably going to take away this one. Yeah, uh, yeah. Draymond called himself the like the best defender of all time. I don't even see him on this list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Actually, I can't. I mean, Draymond has Draymond's defense is more something that doesn't like show up on the box score because it's a lot of like help defense and stuff that like he go like he he helps other people. He sets up other like of his teammates to to like have good um, matchups and stuff, and like, yeah. be able yeah. to like guard. When you hear uh, DPOI, like you don't even hear his name being mentioned. I think he's, I like, think completely Draymond, out of the I think Draymond is just like a he's a different type of defender than Rudy Gobert. Like Rudy Gobert's, you know, he's seven. It's like what seven two seven three. He's a shot blocker, right? So like. He's yeah. there, like every you like when you like drive into the paint, you see him. He's there, right? Draymond Green, I feel like he's, yeah, like Zion said, more like a help defender. He sets up his teammates for, uh, to for help defense. So I think, yeah, that's why Draymond's not in the conversation as well. I think Draymond's more versatile than Rudy Gobert. Uh, he's he's not small. He's not huge, right? So he can defend a guard. And the guard wouldn't necessarily blow right past him. Like, let's say you had like Trey Young with Rudy Gobert guarding him. Like, that size and the speed difference would just allow uh, Trey Young to easily just run past him and go for a layup. But like, Draymond can guard a center. He can guard a guard. He can really guard anybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, I remember like one time, like uh, in the playoffs, it was like the Warriors against the Jazz. Like, uh, Gobert was on Curry, like, at the three-point line, and Curry could, like, easily go by him. Like, someone for Draymond Green, it's a little more difficult to this size. Mm-hmm. Guard everyone. Yeah, and, and the other thing is, I don't know, um, Ben Simmons is also, like, he, he probably could win it. Like, I could see Ben – like, I'd say Ben Simmons has, like, a 20 30% chance of winning it because if you've actually watched a Philly game this year, you see – this man, Ben Simmons, he can lock up anybody, and it's so strange. Like, I've seen him. He, I think there was a Philly Nuggets game, and he was literally locking up Jokic. Not locking up. Like, obviously, Jokic is Jokic, so he's still going to score. But there were possessions where he, like, defended him really well. And I think he had a block on him as well. And then That's surprising. Guards, and then he guards guards as well. Like, he, there's been games. This man locked up Dame to, like, two for, like, 18 or something from the field earlier in the season. I remember that. And people were going crazy about that. And then Ben Simmons also called himself like the best defender in the NBA, which honestly, I think if you're that good of a defender, like you can call yourself that and it's justified. Um, But because it, he actually is a very good defender and he actually is someone that can, can guard pretty much every single position. Yeah. I mean, it's like I mean he's six ten, so it's not that surprising that and he can fast. guard centers. What? And he's a pretty versatile like Draymond too. I feel. Yeah. yeah. I don't think he has the IQ of Draymond, but he's he's definitely like just bigger and like or not necessarily like stronger, but like just longer and like more able to like. He can take up more space on the floor. Yeah, he's just he just gets better contests and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Draymond and Curry are just locked in mentally because of the chemistry they have. So it's just easier for them to know their every move. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. so the next award is the Coach of the Year. So the top three candidates are, okay, so number three, we have Monty Williams, the coach of the Phoenix Suns. Number two, Doc Rivers, the Sixers coach. 
And then number one, we have Quinn Snyder, the coach of the Utah Jazz. Uh, what? Where are you reading this off of? Because I don't think Doc Rivers should be on there. Like, is this old? Uh, let me see. Because no, no, not really. Tom Thibodeau, the like Knicks coach. Like, if it's if this is during like even April, then it's probably not. Like, when was this made? Uh, like April, uh, March, March twenty eighth. Yeah, so like April. Basically. Yeah, but then the thing is, in April, the Knicks like went on. There was a they went on like a ten game win streak as well, and their record. They're literally they became the four seed from like eight. So Tom Thibodeau, who's their coach, he like went up a bunch in the rankings. If you go to like NBA.com rankings, he's like I think he's second. I don't think he's gonna win it. Uh, and then also the Suns like became the one seed and stuff. So the Monty Williams I think went up a little bit since that. Um, I think Quinn Snyder is still uh, one on all the lists, right? Oh, no, I I think I've seen people say Monty Williams is above him. I think it should be Monty Williams because like the Jazz have been to playoffs like, the last couple of years, but the Suns have been like one of the worst teams the past couple of years, even though, like they. Chris Paul, it's still like a a big leap from the years before. So I think I think he should be the coach of the year. Yeah, yeah I agree too. I think Phoenix like they jumped from like a really bad team to like, the first seed in the West. So, yeah, Monty Williams uh, should get credited to that. So yeah, I think he should win coach of the year too. <laughs> Yeah, and he has good, like, rotations of his players and stuff, too. Like, if you watch his son's game, like, he knows when to keep, like, Devin Booker and Chris Paul and stuff in the game. Yeah. And, not. and he's also – DeAndre Aiden, people have been talking about how, like, he's actually had – not not like a – I wouldn't say necessarily, like, a breakout season, but it's like a – he's had a very good season, like, his best season of his career. Um, mostly just because it's, like, the only season that he hasn't been, like, injured. But um, – a lot of that can be attributed to Monty Williams because he's literally like the person who sets up all the matchups for um, Aiden and everything. So, I you guys get hyped to find out who the coach of the year is, or am I the only one who just doesn't really care? <laughs> yeah, no, I I don't really care, but I well I do care because it's like interesting to see who wins, but I don't I'm not gonna get like hyped. Yeah, I'm not yeah. holding up his. Throw a party because your your coach won. Yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lose sleep over somebody that that, <laughs> that won because Tied I didn't yourself to sleep because doctor <laughs> one coach of the year in the NBA. Yeah. Okay, uh, what's the the next one is six man of the year, which is a way more interesting award. Yeah, and honestly, it would have been like kind of just very easily gave, given to Jordan Clarkson, except Jordan Clarkson then started, like, he got, like, injured, I think, and he missed a bunch of the season. So now I'm seeing that Joe Ingles is going to be the sixth man of the year um, <laughs> because Jordan Clarkson was, like, the best candidate for it, and then he kind of just... Um, yeah, Montrose Harrell is also in that conversation. Yeah, but the Lakers have not been good, so... And especially, they just, like, tanked when LeBron and AD weren't there. And if they really had a good six-man, yeah. they could have won a few more games. I think Isn't this award, like, award more about yourself than your team? Because, I mean, your stats and everything reflect how you have improved. 
like maybe that your team isn't doing well, but that doesn't change the fact that you're still con like contributing a lot. Yeah, honestly, yeah. I'd still want to give it to Jordan Clarkson because of the yeah, like initial part of the year that he had. Um, but besides Jordan Clarkson and Montrez and Joe Ingles, I don't even think I don't like I don't think Shake Milton or Dario Saric averaging nine points is gonna win it. Um, like Joe Ingles and Jordan Clarkson, they like. When they come off the bench, they they like contribute a lot of like point like their stat numbers. Like if you look at Jordan Clarkson, like seventeen point four off the bench, that's pretty good. There's and been I, games where he's had like the dude, sometimes Jordan Clarkson literally comes off the bench and just explodes and gets like forty points. I've seen like there's been a, there was a game like that exactly exactly like crazy. So yeah, if not, if not Jordan Clarkson, definitely I think Joe Ingles is a solid. Yeah, yeah, some some jazz player probably because they, I mean, the jazz have been good too. So like, you kind of have to give it to one of them because, like, if yeah. you don't have because Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert are good, right? But they're not like superstar, like top ten players. Do you guys know Alan Smilegi? <laughs> yeah, my favorite. Alan Smilegi. <laughs> no, he could. He, uh, he's he probably will a win lot. MVP. Honestly, and that Jokic. Or he should have yeah. like relations to the warrior, like some family relations. That's the only reason he's on the team. I, really? I don't even know why he's there. I've seen him like play one game, and I was like, bro, who the hell is this random Russian dude on like, smiley yeah. beach? He's yeah. such a casual. He's exactly the only uh warrior he's such a casual, but he's still gonna MVP. Because yeah, Gary's paying a second. Only uh, a 10 minute contract. Yeah. Okay, Friday so the best player in the NBA. Next up, we have the rookie of the year. And this one is like, it could honestly go either way. There's no like one person that's like for sure going to win it. Um, Tyrese Halliburton, LaMelo, and Edwards are probably the top three favorites. And even then, it's probably just uh, LaMelo and Anthony Edwards are one and two. Yeah. Tyrese is like a solid three. Like no matter, I don't think you can even argue that he's above either of like Lamelo or Anthony Edwards. Because yeah, you just um, Lamelo's had a better season, but he's been out. So maybe Edwards can take this. But I also think people might be overreacting to Anthony Edwards a little bit because, first of all, the Timberwolves are like the second worst team in the whole NBA, right? Or like. Oh, I guess actually they're moving up in the standings a bit, but whatever. They're they're not a good team at all. And then the Hornets are, I mean, at one point in the season, they were fourth in the East when LaMelo was at his like peak. And then when he went out, they dropped out of the playoffs. Now they're eighth again. But I feel like we just hear more about LaMelo just because of how flashy he is, all his passes, you know, the no look things. But Edwards, I think he's been averaging more points. Yeah, over his past 29 games, he's been averaging 23.1, while LaMelo has been averaging 19.5. Yeah, um, but you also have to look at the fact that Anthony Edwards in the beginning of the season was, like, actually a bad NBA player. Like, okay, he was well, pretty you bad. have to take into account that he's a rookie. Kelly Oubre no, probably LaMelo had the was worst. Way better this season ever. Kelly Hooper, what? What? 
And I was talking about how how rough his start was, but now he's like a key asset for the Warriors. No, but like you can't really can't, take it. But you can't say someone's rookie of the year and then your argument gets debunked and then you say he's just a rookie. Because LaMelo's playing better. LaMelo has been playing consistently better. It's just the fact that he missed 20 games or something. You're not like a playoff team now or something. The Horrors have not done that in, like, years. I mean, yeah, but while LaMelo was out, Anthony Edwards has been racking up a lot of uh, career points for the career stats. I feel like LaMelo Ball is just a better overall like all-around player than oh yeah i agree edwards like lamello like his passing he can pass he can shoot um he can defend too and like anthony edwards he he's raw don't get me wrong but like i think anthony Ed, uh, anthony edwards is more pure athleticism than anything um have you seen his I, dunks bro yeah his dunks are insane and he, yeah, he's very athletic. But I think in terms of like helping the team, Lamelo has like Lamelo. Like, yeah. Yeah. Because you guys know what? Uh, like, actually said, um, he doesn't like basketball. He wants to be a rapper. <laughs> said that. Yeah, Anthony Edwards. Anthony Edwards at the start of the season. Oh yeah, he said he, he said he'd rather play football or something. Yeah. Yeah. He said, yeah. He said football is where I started, so I'll never forget about that. And I but, think if yeah. you're looking at this like long term, I feel like Lamelo will become a better is a, is going to be like a better player overall in his entire career than Anthony Edwards. I like, can see Anthony Edwards being like a Bradley Beal. Does that make any sense? Uh, Bradley Beal can dunk. I can his see shot. That. I think his three point percentage is actually pretty low. If I'm being honest, I think it's like 30 percent. I don't think Bradley Bill's efficiency was amazing in the beginning either, but I, I don't know. He, he like just reminds me of Bradley Bill a lot. Like just a more athletic Bradley Bill that's like taller he, a little he bit. He scores at the end. A of more day, athletic but less reliable. Yeah. Maybe like a mix and of less like clutch. Bradley Bill and Westbrook or something. I don't know. But if I were to have like a rookie on my team, I choose Lamella, the ultimate Washington Wizard. Um, and Wiseman was actually in this conversation before he got injured. Now there's just like there's no, no way. And actually, Wiseman, Wiseman, Loki did pretty good. Like he was starting to become, he was starting to become like an NBA player. He was and really then, raw though. He yeah, played like two, three college games, I think, two, three. Yeah. So with like basically no college experience, he's going straight to the NBA. Basically, he got a high school. All these veterans, and. Dude, that guy has butterfingers. Like, he can't catch the ball. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but, like. Yeah, he's just someone that, like, he's going to – he can develop into something, like, crazy. Like, he could develop into, like – Shaq. Okay, not Shaq. Not he could. How I do mean, you develop into Shaq? You just – Shaq was just born, like, Shaq. Okay, well, you he see his dunks, like, you know like, that he can be a dominant center with his height – yeah, 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 yeah. He's skilled. He's, like, he's literally – I could see him being, like, like a more – okay, I'm not saying he's ever going to be this, but I'm saying he could be more – he's going to be more similar to Hakeem than Shaq. In a sense, yeah. But obviously, yeah, I don't – Chris Bosh. Chris Bosh is a more uh, strong, athletic, tall 
Um, yeah, then like Tyrese Halliburton, yeah, he's taller, stronger, bigger. No, I like Harris and Chris Bosh. Oh yeah, that makes sense. I'm pretty sure he can. He compared himself to Chris Bosh one time. That's a good. I see. I see similarities between them. That's good. Yeah, they're both tall. Yeah. I mean, a lot of the centers have like similar game. In a way, yeah. There's so many like young centers that are like decent, but not like like they have just crazy amounts of potential, but probably never gonna get it. Exactly. Because of like the situation, like DeAndre Aiden, like he literally people were saying this man would literally be Hakeem. And then he just didn't. Kevin Looney's still young. People were comparing him to Kevin Durant. What? Yeah, you know, yeah, people were like, he's got to be the next Kevin Durant. And he comes to the NBA and he walks like a 50 year old. (laughs) Always wrinkles on his forehead and like literally is immobile, bro. That's a disrespect to Kevin Durant, bro. Facts. That's, I haven't seen that, bro. Like, Kevin Looney is a solid like role player. And he's not even that. Not even a solid role player. He's like a very mad role player. He just walks around. Can't and score. He just gets rebounds. I mean, that's his job. But like, it'd be nice to get some extra points. Like, if you're gonna compare it to compare it to a guy like Kevin Durant, like Kevin no, Durant, like, you can also like, I don't even think Kevon Looney has one thing on his accolade list that Kevin Durant has. Uh, more rings. I think yeah, he has more rings. Right? Hey, okay. Does he actually have more rings than Kevin Durant? He's been with the Warriors for like years. So I think he probably oh, has I think, like two I think, rings. I think they both have two. He only has two. Yeah, Kevon Looney has three, I think. He has, let me look it up. He I won 2017 two. and 2018. Oh. And he's 25, so he basically could be he has the same amount of rings as Kevin Rant. So basically he's as good as Kevin Rant. <laughs> basically, he is Kevin Durant. No, but he's younger, so I mean he's better because he has more time to win more rings. <laughs> <The younger KG. laughs> okay. Um, Wait, what? Wait, is Kevon Looney uh, Kendrick Lamar's cousin? Bro, what? How do you accidentally like think of that? <laughs> Man, no, no, I saw it on the internet after looking up Kevon Looney. Wait, is Kevon Looney Kev- is Kevon Looney Kendrick Lamar's cousin? Just like that thought. Where's the where fuck? <laughs> what? Uh, it's his Nick Young. It says Nick Young is a ke- cousin of Kevon Looney, and Nick Young is also cousins with Kendrick Lamar, so therefore Kevin, Kevon Looney and Kendrick Lamar are cousins. I think Kevon Looney is Kendrick Lamar. That was the wrong career. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay, wait, wait, wait. What's the next uh, award? This of the year. This is our last one, right? Most improved? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Last one. Yeah, yeah, facts, facts, facts. Facts, bro. Yeah. Okay, go. All right. Um. Yo. Hi. What's up? Yeah. Okay, okay. okay. Uh, most improved. I don't even think there's that much of a debate, but it's between, I guess, Christian Wood and Julius Randle. Oh, breaking news, breaking NBA news. Um, Jalen Brown has been diagnosed with a torn ligament in his left wrist and is now out for the remainder of the season. Bruh. Oh. Who, Jalen Brown? 
Yes. Yeah, uh, so <laughs> basically, Boston is not making the playoffs. I'm surprised Porter Jr. didn't isn't higher. He's number four on the list. Yeah, actually, I would really say it's good between, season. I would say it's between MPJ and uh, Julius Randle, but I, I don't think anyone's gonna get beat Julius Randle. Like he yeah. went from such a bad player to literally an All Star. Like, Julius Randle was a guy that I never thought would be good. Like I never heard like, like I was so surprised this season that he was averaging like thirty. And then, I mean, obviously he's averaging 24 now, but, like, there was games in a stretch where he was averaging, like, consistently, like, 27, 30 points with the Knicks. I was like, Does that mean he's Kobe? They had their win streak, and he was averaging, like, literally 35 or some stupid thing like that. But he's averaging 24 points. Yeah, I know, exactly. but there was a stretch of games where he averaged, like, 35. Over like yeah, 30. he was – yeah. It was yeah. so crazy. And, and it's literally Julius Randle. Like, you don't expect that at all. Like yeah, and and his rebounds too. He's averaging he's averaging a double double, twenty four and ten. Yeah, yeah. I think, and also because the Knicks are now in the playoffs too. So, yeah, I think it's gonna go to Julius Randle, no doubt. It's just strange. Like, like Julius Randle was like a meme. Yeah, last <laughs> year he was really bad. He was literally a meme. Horrible on like like he was on the Lakers, right? No, he was on the Knicks last year, I think, too. But I, I think the Knicks coach or something, and he just became crazy. But he was pick number seven too. What? Yeah, the Lakers have had so many young players. We already talked about this in one of the episodes, but it's just crazy how many young players they've had that they just shipped out, and then as soon as they they just became good. Yeah, it's just it's just so strange. That Julius Randle is now winning NBA awards. Yeah, that never thought, never saw that. Going. People were, he's probably like low key, like top ten MVP. Like he's probably like tenth or something in the MVP awards. No, no, no. no. Okay, no, no. yeah, that's, no, that's, that's a bit of a stretch. No, it's not tenth in MVP voting. Julius Randle. Yeah. Really. I mean, no, think about I, it. He has – he's the no, best top 15, not top 10. That went from terrible to the fourth seed. Okay, but this is MVP, not most improved. No, I know. I'm, I'm just saying, like, he, he's probably, like, top 10 or maybe 15 or something. In the, in okay, the- maybe top 15, not top 10. I can name 10 players that are, like, 100% better than him right now. Go on. Oh. Do it. Do it. Putting me on the spot, bro. Okay. Do, okay, do, do five, because we already know five that were LeBron, Giannis, um, Joel, Curry, Jokic, and Yeah. Okay. Uh, let me see. I mean, Luka. I probably could. Okay, I probably could too. Like, I guess Harden, Luca, Jokic, Harden, Embiid, Giannis, um, Zach Levine, uh, Trey Young. Zach, uh, bro, what? Trey Young? Yeah. Trey, how is Trey Young above Julius Randle? What do you mean how? The they're they're below the Knicks. The, the Hawks are below the Knicks. I'm talking. Okay, no, no, Trey no. Young is averaging the same amount of points because. Games. Okay, nah. Like record aside, like just purely just the the, only, the player himself. But you yeah, then obviously not. But I'm saying you can't say record aside. If it was record aside, then Curry would win MVP. Then Curry would win MVP. Okay, but obviously this conversation isn't even like. Like worth mentioning because you know Julius Randle isn't even 
Okay, I just said that to like emphasize that he's very good. Very good. Yes, he's an all is an all star. Not very good. Okay. Yeah. So. Yo, the league pass, Scott. Wait, why is the league pass twenty nine dollars? Because there are like two games left in the season. Who would pay for that? Oh, that's such a scam. <laughs> no, can't you watch the playoffs on that too? Yeah, I think so. I don't know actually. Also, just watch every playoff game is on like ESPN, so you could just watch that. I don't know. Or you can just watch it illegally. There's no reason to pay two. Oh, uh, we we do not condone. No, 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 game. no. You don't. We don't watch it illegally. Oh yeah, we don't. You don't watch that. We don't watch X Y Z streams. Bro, this is this is never gonna get sponsored by anything. <laughs> Bro, dude, who do you think is gonna walk listen to this round? What do you mean? This is like the new but number one podcast. I think we're gonna get recruited. Who's the number one basketball podcast in the nation? It's the number one basketball podcast in, in Cal High. <laughs> it probably actually but we're probably the only. Yeah, but that still means we're number one. So yeah, thanks, thanks. All right. Okay. I think that's all your content. Yeah. Right? We've covered everything. Yeah. All right. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Uh, it was fun talking with y'all. Hopefully you guys enjoyed. And we will see you guys next Tuesday. Peace yeah. out. Goodbye. See ya.